I'm Ed Gross, and welcome to the third and final part of TV Retrovision's look at the Netflix series, Wednesday. This time we're talking to cast members Luis Guzman, who portrays Adam's family patriarch Gomez, and Gwendolyn Christie, whose new character Larissa Weems, who has more to her than it seems on the surface. And if you haven't done so yet, be sure to check out the first two installments in this series with star Jenna Ortega and creators-slash-executive producers Al Goff and Miles Millar. So to jump right in, because I don't know how much time we have. <laughs> well, for you especially, what the experience of, of jumping into this character that has been around for so long, is there anything special about it rather than just playing another role, the fact that this is No, man, I mean, listen, this is something I grew up on as a kid. Right. I was saying earlier, I used to run home just to watch the Adams Family, <laughs> you know, and... It, and, and and seeing the movie and Raul Julia play it and, you know, stepping into this, I feel like I've come full circle in my career. Yeah. This is the first time, the first time ever in my whole career that I've done a character that's been done before, you know? And I've been, I've been around for a minute, I think, right? <laughs> and uh, like I say, you know, I just, I would never intending to duplicate what's been done, you know, because I, I, I don't think that's how you honor it, you know, I think you know it, you've seen it, now let's just live it, and that's what I did, and and I could sum up Gomez in two words, man, love and passionate. That's <laughs> him. Is that good? That's really good, maybe. <laughs> Gwendolyn, to ask you the opposite question, because your character is built basically from scratch for this series. So what was it like injecting a sense of, of newness to the Adams Family world? And could you describe your character, since you don't have that thing of reference? Yes. I play Larissa Weems. Larissa Weems is the principal of the Nevermore Academy. Um, Larissa Weems attended the Nevermore Academy, so she's Nevermore Academy through and through, thoroughbred Nevermore Academy. That. Yeah, absolutely. And um, she is in charge of this school for misfits, um, which of course is where Wednesday is enrolled, where Morticia Adams had also attended, and Gomez also attended, so it's their family school. Graduated, hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Full, full graduation sensation. Um, I really relish the opportunity to create a new character with Tim, who was so hugely collaborative, and Alan Miles, our brilliant writers. Also, they would, they, the writing was great. I loved, I loved the scripts, but they were so open to what I wanted to bring to it. And... You know, I, I was also a huge fan of the Adams family yeah. growing up. To me, that seemed that spoke to me and seemed more human than other kind of more conventional depictions of families or people on the television. And so it was about my years of loving and relishing that family and that show, and then being able to put that through my mechanisms and and what I came out with. And and it was it was funny and strange to me, some of the references and things that I, that seemed to make sense to me within that world, but Tim liked them and went with them, and I really loved exploring this woman who's in a position of power, who's having to deal with bureaucracy, who has a complicated relationship with 
one of her students. It was a lot of texture to it and complexity. And it's also a rip-roaring thriller. So you've got all of those elements to it. And it's fun. It's light. And that's, right now, that's what I feel I need. That's what I feel I want to watch. I want that levity and that joy. It's light, but it's also dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a favorite combination of all. Hello, you know what family we're talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> so with Wednesday now, is it, did it ever kind of feel like now it's a meeting of the minds between the principal and Wednesday? Because I kind of feel like they're both constant in the sense of, I'm not budging. And it's like, well, I'm the principal. I'm not budging. How is the dynamic I think dynamic is the right word for it. <laughs> it's uh, it's really so exciting as an actor to play, and as a woman, to play a relationship with another woman, a young woman, who is so powerful. And the pair of you, neither of you will back down. And it's interesting just what comes out of that. And Jenna is such an incredible actor that she has huge range. And... I love my experience of working with her and the relationship and all sorts of things came out. It was real play, you know, getting to work with true icons, true legends like Louise Guzman. Love that guy. I never thought, <laughs> I never thought that I would have the opportunity to do that. And Catherine Zeta-Jones, it was really in the scenes, in the room, there was a great sense of playfulness, actually. And that's rare. I just, I, I just got to say, mm -hmm. I, I said it before, Beth, watching this woman do her thing, I was like tantalized by her. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't know this, but when we were in high school together, I had that crush. But <laughs> it could have been me. It could have been you, it honey. It should have been me. Yeah, I know. You were watching magic. I didn't you know, think you liked blondes. I don't want to open up a can of worms here. But, but no, she she was a joy for me to watch. All the time, she was like, yeah, I believe her as a headmistress. Yeah, but a lot of people school. say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, actually, if we could dwell on that just for a second longer, is it possible that we'll see flashbacks back to these high school days of of your characters? You gotta ask Al and uh, yeah, Al and Miles. <laughs> Only Al and Miles can answer that. I think they're having some. Miles is right, enjoying right. some still water. You it could be sparkling. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. So I want to ask you, so asking about your relationship with your faith, what would you say is uh, the relationship between father and daughter? Well, um, I want my daughter to succeed. I want my daughter to continue the legacy of us going to Nevermore. <coughs> Um, you hear in the story that I guess Nevermore was the last option for her because she just about killed every other option. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she was proud of that. And it took a little bit of convincing. We had to pull a couple of strings 
to get her into Nevermore. So I want to I ask, so do they view Nevermore more as, you know, a stepping stone of the family's legacy or a legit punishment for her actions? Legacy. Legacy. Okay. Because it wasn't a punishment for me being there. Right, right. right. Nor her mother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's where her and my mother, I mean her and her mother, her and my wife met. And um, I just think it's a beautiful thing that we showed up with our daughter and said, please, this is the place for you. Be here. You're in good hands. No pressure. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, my, what's my question? No, I, I don't know how much you worked with him or not. Uh, Tim Burton directed four of his eight, episodes, eight hours, and then you had other directors for the other. What was the difference between working between Tim Burton and those other people? Well, you know, man, Tim is so honed in to what he does. You know, uh, he gave me the most minimal of notes, really. You know, he his, his team was like more visual. You know, making just sure everything was right and yeah, do that more stuff like that. And and then, um, but he was a joy to watch. I mean, he's iconic. You know, I'm saying, my God, you know, I'm being directed by Tim Burton. I've been directed by some great directors, you know, but. You come across Tim Burton in that universe of Tim Burton. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. And then, um, and then uh, my other block was Ganja Montiero. She directed two of the other episodes. And she was phenomenal in her own right because after every tape, she had like a little pad like that. She would come up. She okay, uh, this, 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 you know, she was like into the detail, you know, and I welcome that because, uh, again, we, uh, we said it, it's all a collaborative effort, you know what I mean? Like, like Tim works in his universe, and you're part of his universe. And when I worked with Ganja, it was still the Burton universe, but she was a conduit, and she would give you these incredible notes or, you know, maybe do this this way or stuff like that. And it, it, it was just, I just welcomed it all. It worked. It worked, you know. And again, my God, man, we had, we had Colleen Atwood doing all these incredible outfits. We had an incredible hair and makeup team. Listen, man, it, when you see it, when you, I don't know if you guys seen it yet, but when, when you see it, you're going to say, my God, just the whole texture. And then you lay in these characters. And then you lay in the story and the dialogue. And you just flow from there. It's, it's, it's going to be really entertaining and really different. I don't think it's like any other TV show. Because this is like an eight-hour Tim Burton movie, yeah. And with that, you get not just the quality of the aesthetics, but you have the quality of an auteur who's worked for so many years and is a a, a master of their craft. So 
you have a sumptuous movie. Wednesday has become something of a sensation on Netflix, and for good reason. Expect the season two pickup in the near future. We hope you'll make TV Retrovision a regular part of your podcast listening experience. Please subscribe to the show, give us a five-star review, and tell your friends about us. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.